The following is a reflection on the readings for Tuesday of the 21st week of Ordinary Time. The first reading is taken from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1-3 to and 14-17, to and the Gospel from Matthew chapter 23, verses 23-26. to Today's Gospel is part of the seven woes Jesus directed at the scribes and Pharisees. By their man-made traditions, these religious leaders managed to prioritize certain rituals over the more weighty matters of the law of God, such as justice, mercy, and faith. Two examples are offered. First, as regards tithing 10% of one's produce of the land, the religious authorities extended the Mosaic law to the smallest herbs and seeds, such as mint, dill, and cumin. While such a rigorous practice is not bad in itself, it should not be exercised so meticulously that one neglects more important moral duties. By teaching these practices to the people, Jesus says, the scribes and Pharisees are blind guides. To further make the point, Jesus, by use of hyperbole, ridicules the religious leaders as those who would strain a gnat but swallow a camel. A gnat is a small, unclean insect, and a camel, the largest of the unclean animals. Although the book of Leviticus, chapter 11, verses 41 to 45, forbids eating of any swarming creature, the detailed straining of liquids to avoid the smallest of insects is contrasted with the swallowing of the obvious and most unclean of animals. In the next woe, Jesus criticizes the scribes and Pharisees' outward ritual cleansing of the body while neglecting inner purity. Such filthy practices as greed and self-indulgence corrupts the heart. Again, in this regard, the scribes and Pharisees are blind guides. Their spiritual blindness, however, should alert us to the fallen human condition that can be totally oblivious to grave sin. This lack of self-knowledge is dangerous because we not only can remain ignorant to our faults, but in that ignorance wound others. What is needed is a prayerful self-examination, asking God for the grace of enlightenment that prompts repentance and frequent reception of the sacrament of reconciliation. These woes are also placed in the context of the coming judgment emphasized in the first reading from Second Thessalonians. And the psalm responds, quote, The Lord comes to judge the earth. Although one must not be swept up into a frenzied search for the precise day of Christ's return, nor must we simply ignore the fact that all will be judged. The proper approach, according to St. Paul in today's first reading, is to hold fast to the tradition that you were taught by us, either by word of mouth or by our letters. Thus, sacred tradition is to be contrasted with the man-made tradition of the scribes and Pharisees. Since sacred tradition is the word of God entrusted by Christ and the Holy Spirit to the apostles and handed on to their successors, it, along with sacred scripture, provide a valuable standard against which all saving truth and moral obligation can be judged. That is why it is imperative to read scripture and the Catechism of the Catholic Church prayerfully so that we may be thoroughly equipped and strengthened in every good word and deed. Then, as St. Paul says in the first reading, we will not be quickly shaken in mind 
were alarmed or deceived by speculations of the end of the world, but will possess, through God's grace, eternal comfort and good hope. Finally, one can compare the seven woes in Matthew chapter 23 to the eight Beatitudes in Matthew chapter 5 that introduce the Sermon on the Mount. Each of the Beatitudes begins with a word which means blessed or happy that describes the state of a soul that has internalized not just the letter but the spirit of the law that leads to love. In such a person there is integration and integrity in word and deed, having the form of godliness and possessing its power. That is what constitutes witness and evangelization that can change the world. As Pope Paul VI stated in his Apostolic Exhortation, Evangelization in the Modern World, paragraph 41, quote, Modern man listens more willingly to witnesses than to teachers, and if he does listen to teachers, it is because they are witnesses, end of quote. Let us ask the Lord, as David did in Psalm 139, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting.